Great. Talk Recorded live. Well, thanks again for announcing the show, Dave Nelson. This is the 244th episode of You Can Build It, Your Business. My name is Chuck Bartok. We have been here for a few weeks anyway, 244 to be exact. And uh, this program and uh, talk show has been uh, focused on building your business. Uh, the rules and regulations, the how-to, the how-nots, what works, what doesn't work. Uh, and the, if you listen to past episodes, there are 243 episodes behind us. Going all the way back to the beginning, you can find out how to start your business. Uh, draw up your business plan. Do your budgeting, your forecasting. How to set up advertising campaigns. What works, what doesn't work. Online, offline. It's all here. Um, I would like to say that there's a direct, honest, uh, a, honest it's a, a direct format that you could go from step A to step B to step C, but this is a talk show, and people have brought up uh, items that we started discussing which may have deviated from the plan. There are a lot of programs on the Internet today that you can pay a fee for, and they're going to give you the magic bullet and the how-to uh, start an Internet business. We happen to have available at youcanbuildit.it, youcanbuild.it. Again, I want to emphasize it's not .com, it's .it slash join. A couple of people on the call today were members of the webinar series that we did for a year on how to start and grow an Internet business from scratch, how to develop your blog and your website using WordPress, how to do a whole bunch of things. Well, these were webinars. Consequently, they are video recorded and audio recorded. And uh, the people paid a small week, a monthly fee, and they still have access today because all of those videos are available at youcanbuild.it in the webinar section. But you have to join. And what we've done, instead of making it a monthly fee now, we are going to have a few more webinars in the very near future. But you can purchase access for life to all of that training for a one-time fee of $39. Wow. If you, if you go to youcanbuild.it and uh, look at the page there and click where it says join, and uh, you know you pay 39 bucks and you have access forever to all the videos, the PDFs, audios, and we are going to be adding some new material very soon. We're, we're, excellent, excellent. Yeah. So that, that's for anybody who's interested in starting a web-based business from scratch. And, and how this started was actually uh, the website you can build it, the blog, and the business, you'll actually hear how we built a business called Best Business Mindset Alliance. Okay. And that is a, a site, Best Business Mindset, bestbusinessmindset.com. There's also a Facebook fan page called Best Business Mindset Alliance. Uh, has the business made a big amount of money? No, because, again, we did it as, as a test. We did it as a show-me. And myself and, and the people, Brad Parler and Mark Haltgren and myself, we have since, our other businesses have taken up time and energy Mark just finished a 23-hour webinar series with a group of industrialists in the Netherlands 
uh, on webinars on uh, you know what he's very good at. So so the program that we start, I just want to say this. People say, well, you know, or I hear people say it was a failure. No, it wasn't a failure. We did exactly what we intended to do. We just haven't taken it to the next level. The beautiful thing is if I wake up tomorrow morning and want to take it to the next level, I can because the foundation is there. You can't remove the foundation, you see. Guest 4 has joined us. Good evening. If you'd like to type in your name and where you're from, we'll sure give you recognition. Thank you very much for joining us. We're joined today by Lori Polina in St. Louis, Roy Morris in Amarillo, Texas, and now Guest 4. Thank you, Guest 4. I had advertised on Facebook tonight that we'd like to review review some of the basic steps because it actually came up in a couple of conversations the last few days. I'm going to have an interview on our horse program, Today's Horse Sense, tomorrow morning with a young man, a horse trainer from Colorado, who uh, wants to take his business to the next level, and we're going to do that. Now, it's not germane to tonight's program because it's in a niche that very few people would understand, but he's going to use the same principles that we're going to review tonight. And number one of them is, if you want to own and create a business. Now, I, I get a little fed up about people saying, uh, what business did you join? You don't join businesses, folks. Just think about that. The, the whole terminology is wrong. You don't join a business. You create a business or you affiliate with a business. Now, a lot of people in the MLM marketing industry, you know, they say, I'm going to join a business. No, you are actually entering into an affiliate agreement with a company over which you have no control to represent their product. And for that effort on your part, you will be rewarded uh, directly based on their terms and uh, uh, conditions. Your friend Tony from Las Vegas, hoping to get hired tomorrow as a courier for not. I own a small pickup. Oh, this is Terry. Okay, thank you for joining us, Terry. You know, courier, that's interesting. I would think in Las Vegas a bicycle courier would be better. I don't know because everything is so nice and compact. By the way, Terry, do me a favor. As you know, the NFR is going on, and, of course, Cowboy Christmas Gift Show is one of the best. I was there for several years. Um, we do have a booth there, booth number 1427. Stop by Working Horse Magazine. Say hello to Mike Gerbage, the owner of Working Horse Magazine. And every day he's giving away a pair of cruel girl jeans, which I'm sure your girlfriend, wife, or daughter would love. We just awarded a pair of uh, cruel girl jeans to Shauna, whose picture is posted on Facebook, Working Horse Magazine's fan page. And, uh, uh, you know, the NFR is still going on. So, Terry, if you get a chance, stop by the Cowboy Christmas Gift Show. You know where it is. Everybody goes there. And say hello to Mike. Shake his hand and say, uh, you listen to the loudmouth on Wednesday nights. And he'll know who you're talking about. I talk to Mike about two to three times a day. He's done a wonderful job. He bought the magazine last year. And it is growing. It's just expanding his subscription Base has expanded tremendously. He now has two, over 2,000 friends on Facebook. We did that in just a little over six weeks. People are engaged. People are subscribing to his magazine, and people are actually paying money to be represented on his website. We had a cash flow, positive cash flow on the website in a very short period of time. 
and he's excited because he's going to grow this business uh, in this very narrow niche. So the numbers aren't going to be huge. You're not going to be hearing about millions of dollars, but he's going to own his niche, and that's uh, that's what we're looking for. That's the whole idea. So again, building a business. Everybody on this call today, tomorrow, and in the future has a specialty. They are really good at something. Every one of us are really good at something. And one of the nicest things in the world today is that we have an opportunity in this country currently to take that which we are good at, and because of the Internet, we can touch people who are also interested in that which we're interested in. And and we can, by doing that, create a business. You could create how-to videos on how to take care of Buick automobiles. Or, I mean, you know, the list goes on. By the way, if anybody uh, listening today, if you go to YouTube, uh, I have a a channel there called C.J. Bart, B-A-R-T, C.J. Bart, I believe the number two, or you can type my name in the bar, and there's a four-video playlist on how to create your own products. I did that about four or five years ago. It's still being watched. People listen to it and watch it, and and maybe inspire them to create something on their own. Uh, Lori Polina was just talking earlier, just talk earlier, about ideas that we've traded back and forth on here, and she thinks, if she thinks, therefore she knows, that she might have an idea to revolutionize the customer service business. In six months, a year, if Lori draws up a plan of action, if Lori applies her knowledge to this idea and shares it with people, masterminds with some people, there's no reason why Lori can't own a business that might change the customer service or call center business. Of course she can. Does she need a million-dollar loan? No. If everything is approached realistically, it is possible. And the possibilities increase as a person focuses their time and energy. You and the missus need to take a short vacation down in Newport Beach, Laguna Beach, and Dana Point. Well, that's true. I could go by the Union Bank building, take the elevator up to... Uh, floor number 13, we had the 13th floor for Massachusetts Mutual Life Insurance Company. When the building was first opened, we were one of the first tenants. And the Union Bank, of course, was downstairs. And then in San Clemente, across from the San Clemente Hospital, upstairs in that office was the office for our little district office, which was close to my house. I loved the beach. I loved the area, Laguna Beach, Dana Point, McGillivray Freeman Films. I remember when those two young men started making films and you know, they won their Academy Awards, and their business grew along with me. We grew together. Unfortunately, Jim Freeman was killed in an accident filming a Dodge commercial in the High Sierras. Um, you know, lots of memories down there. Do I feel bad that I don't live there today? No, I love Northern California. I miss a lot of the things that were available, but you know what? It isn't the same. I used to be able to go from San Clemente to Newport Beach, either on the Coast Highway or on what was then the freeway, which was only four lanes. Now it's six lanes on each side. And it was a you know, 15, 20-minute drive. I've talked to friends now that it's an hour and a half to drive that 20 miles. I don't, uh, I don't know if I'd like that. 
But anyway, that's not. I thank you, Terry, for bringing up some memories for me. Reviewing what's necessary. If you want to have a business online, you may want to go to youcanbuild.it. Youcanbuild.it slash join. Pay the one-time fee of $39 and have access to the 3839 videos and PDFs and audios that give you a complete detail how to start an Internet business from scratch. And if you follow those simple rules, and they're basically this, you come up with that idea. You design the plan of action. You build a budget forecast realistically. You then talk to people that you think could be helpful with you. You start doing some research on the Well, in the beginning, if you go back and, and if you do happen to pay the whopping $39 at youcanbuild.it slash join, you're going to find out where we started. You're going to find out how we did keyword research to come up with how we came up with our domain name based on research. We wanted to find out what our market was like. Is there a market? If so, is the market large enough to sustain the goals that we decide on? You know, everybody talks about making $100,000, $200,000. What's wrong? What is wrong? With creating an online business that you know consistently is going to bring you in a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks a month, is there anything wrong with that? We're not talking a full-time job, folks. It, it doesn't take full time to do that. And for God's sakes, don't quit your job. What a stupid thing they talk about on the internet. Fire your boss, quit your job. That's bunk. In today's day and age, those people that have a job have a treasure. I realize that benefits are going to change. I realize that things aren't the same as they used to be. But isn't it nice to know that somebody, because of the efforts that you expend, at least uh, drop a paycheck into your uh, uh, into in, into your pocket once a week or twice a month or whatever it might be? Guess four. Terry made a point here, and it does reflect on something we're going to discuss later. Uh, the Ascension model, where if you start out selling a product for nine ninety five and people are very happy with it, you constantly are creating new products in the same genre, which might be a nineteen ninety five or a thirty nine dollar product. It's kind of like in the barn business. You know, we have barns that start out at ten grand, or actually some some a, a, a type of barn, not what most people think. You know, five six thousand dollars, or you can move all the way up to a million dollars. But it's interesting, once the person is a customer, once a person has bought something at some level, that indicates that they might be interested in doing more business with your business. So Terry was talking about the information publishing business and not, is not selling multiple ascension models, which means, you know, you start out writing a little ebook. well, your next publication might be a four-CD set. The ebook might have sold for five bucks. The four CD set might sell for nineteen ninety five or twenty nine ninety five, and then you might put together not only a couple of books but a couple of CDs and a couple of videos, and that sells for sixty nine ninety five. 
And you're going to sell those very easily to the people who have purchased from you before because they're satisfied with your product, they're satisfied with the information. But please, don't do what some of my friends have done in the past and have done nothing more than rehashed the same material and put a higher price on it. i tell you what, you want to lose credibility real fast, and we're going to talk about credibility tonight. I'm reading a great book called Credibility, written about 10 years ago. We're, we're having some discussions about the basis of credibility on uh, Facebook right now. But getting back to the basics of a business. The hub of all business on the Internet today is a owned, self-hosted website slash blog. We've said that a thousand times. Everything else, all your inbound marketing comes to that place. It's on that page with that we happen to like to use WordPress. By the way, the WordPress uh, how, how to WordPress videos are involved in that $39 one-time membership at youcanbuild.it slash join. In that WordPress, you can you build your landing pages, your squeeze pages. You can add your videos. You can upload your MP3s. You can have static pages galore. You can have pages going out, squeeze pages going out in advertisements that look just like your website. They have the same format as your website, the same header. You're branding yourself. All of these things are available to people, and they don't have to invest tons of money. You don't have to buy a monthly membership for 50, 60 bucks to learn all this stuff. In fact, you don't have to spend any money. You don't have to spend the 39 bucks to watch our videos. If you have the time and energy to go to YouTube and type in how to whatever, you can spend the next week on whatever topic you come up with on how to. And that doesn't cost you anything. Early to Rise or Randy's uh, Early to Rise is good. Or Randy Gage's blog are good examples of quality self-improvement blogs. I noticed a lot of blog authors aren't publishing. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> well, the one reason why you don't put dates, and that this is a sideline. Terry's ch chatting in the background here. Is if you are going to blog, it's imperative to blog with evergreen material. And that's kind of seasonal, you might say. But evergreen means that the material is good all the time. But if you're using a WordPress document, by the way, you know that you can go in and change the publication dates of your blog. Did you know that? It's very simple. It's in the right-hand section. Change the freaking date. Or you can put a simple command into the PHP script of your blog, which is discussed on all kinds of places. We discuss it. That the date is not on the blog. Now, for instance, I manage a website in which we do not have a date of posting. But it's not, that website is not so much a blog, but there's new and fresh content being added to that website three to four times a week. And that's why it's growing so fast. It's had 10,000 visitors, and it's uh, right now six, seven, eight, eight weeks old. It's had 10,000 visitors, and the average length of stay is about four to six minutes. People are staying there. They're reading. How do you do this? Anybody can do this. Hosting. We offer, because we're nuts, you can buy quality hosting for $45 a year. One time, and we're not going to monthly. That's BS. If you're going to be in business, you don't get a monthly payment. You pay your 45 bucks up front like a big boy or a big girl. 
I happen to use a set of themes that I find are very good, and the young man is constantly updating the themes. In fact, today, because there's an update in WordPress to 3.5, he rewrote his themes to easily accommodate that. So he has 79 themes that he offers you for 39 bucks a year. You have access to these themes. You can modify them, change them, change the color, do all this great stuff, a great support. You go back to his website, and you have a support group for each one of these themes. Okay, we're not talking about spending big money. So $45 a year plus $39 a year, 84 bucks is your annual cost. And okay, let's say that you did pay 39 bucks to have access to our videos one time. A person can get online today and start and create a product and a business for less than a couple hundred bucks. Their monthly recurring cost, the only recurring cost I have is my email account. And that's focussociety.aweber.com. There's nothing better than that, focussociety.aweber.com. They're still the the leader in the industry. I don't care about the free email sites. I don't care. You want quality, and people are going to look to see how your your emails are formatted and everything else. You go to where I just mentioned. Okay, nineteen dollars a month to start. One of my clients is paying forty nine dollars a month, but he's got a list of eight thousand people. What does he care if it's forty nine bucks a month? Those people are buying things from him. You don't have to invest a fortune to start a business. You have to have the burning desire. You have to have that plan of action. You have to write down the date of which you expect to have this done and that done. You write down the amount of money you expect to make by such and such a date. You surround yourself with a mastermind of people who are helpful and willing to help if you're willing to help them. And you apply massive action to it. And again, it doesn't have to be 50000 a month. I, I hate to, on this program alone, there have been people that have come and gone, listened, taken good information and applied it to their own lives and have happily been earning 500 dollars $1,800, $1,200, $1,300 a month pretty consistently for the last couple of years. And they're still working full-time at their job. And when all this so-called economic crap collapsed, it didn't bother them that much. Of course, they were smart enough not to spend that money on foolish things. Most of them reinvested it back into business. We all have the opportunity to be in business if we have that burning desire. But that doesn't mean you're going to quit your job. It doesn't mean you're going to fire your boss. And I say this over and over again. I would be tickled to death to have a job. But what, the only thing I don't ever remember is that regular, quote, paycheck. Yet I did put a, invest a lot of time. I mean, you know, when you are in business for yourself, you don't work 40 hours a week. You don't work five days a week. And anybody that tells you different is, is blowing smoke up your fanny. I've never met a businessman that worked 40 hours that had any that, that was any degree of success because see you become the business 
That's the secret. You've trained your subconscious mind to have a business mindset. You don't go off on vacation because you're always thinking business. Now, that doesn't mean you're overworked. That doesn't mean that you're, what's the word, a workaholic, because what I do is what I love, so it isn't work. It It, it isn't work. Yeah, The 4-Hour Work Week, Tim Ferriss. Okay, that's a great book. He made a million bucks selling it, writing it. Wonderful. 4-Hour Work Week. Great. It's a great concept. Unfortunately, it blows smoke up a lot of people's fannies, and they get misrepre- they're misrepresented. How about the people that we know that have worked full-time as a machinist, had dinner with their family, then sat down and spent another six, seven hours building their other business? My father worked two jobs for hourly pay, then came home and worked on his business. And eventually he was able to be full-time in his business. The Internet has done one thing poorly, I think, and that's to instill in people's minds, especially ball-headed people like uh, uh, Terry mentioned earlier, that all you've got to do is do this, and it's so easy, you go out and do this, and blah, 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 and the world falls down and creates a path to your door. And that's bunk. Credibility. How many people on this call today, listening, Today, tomorrow, how many people on this call, there's three people right now, how many of you feel that you own credibility on the Internet? I believe I'm I'm gaining a little bit more every day. You better believe you are. And the consistency, what you're doing now, you had a a hiatus, Lori, okay? Mm -hmm. I believe that you currently own the determination and the discipline to every day pick away and create credibility on the Internet. The same thing with Roy Morris. You guys have this talk show, and if it's on every week, that's for the secret. You can't let it go. You can't take two weeks off and come back. Because people who start to follow you are expecting something to happen. If you don't like doing it, that's fine. You can cease doing it. You see what I mean? That's right. But we tie the podcast to your website blog. And again, we've talked about this. It doesn't. You don't have to blog every day. In fact, you're better off putting one solid piece of good information out once a week. And as we talked on the Facebook group, network blogging, earning while you're learning, think of story arcs. In other words, take um, take a, a, an idea, a thread. Don't make it all one blog post. Keep dripping on people for three or four weeks on the how-to. How did you do that? You see, the young man that we're going to interview on our horse show tomorrow, he started a business when he was 21 years old that had nothing to do with horses. He grew the business to the point that at age 28 he could sell it for a substantial amount of money. And that was part of his plan because he needed to make some money to buy the property to develop the business that he really loved, and that's a horse-related business, okay? Okay. So at age 28, he started, and here he is at 36. On his property is a beautiful bed and breakfast where you could go up to the high high Rocky Mountains, 9,000 feet. 
You can stay there. He's got horses for you to ride, and he's a trainer, and he shows you how to ride a horse properly in the wild, in the wilderness, okay? And now he's starting to travel and do clinics and things of this nature. He's 36 years old. He's just coming into his own. Now he has to make a decision. Okay, he currently has the dude ranch concept. He currently is training horses. He's also competing. He's in the Mustang Challenge where uh, everybody is given a wild Mustang, and they're given three days to finish, to, to, to train it to the point that it's handleable, okay? And this is all done in the public view, you see. It, it, it's a big competition, a national competition. So he's now making a decision where he wants to focus his energy, which he loves it all, but he knows that he can't dabble here and dabble there, okay? So so all of these things are available to everybody, but you've got to put it down in a very orderly plan. We talked about the money. 84 bucks to get started. Anybody wants to know how to do it, drop me an email, Chuck Bartok at gmail.com I will send you a simple one, two, three originally a long time ago, eight years ago I had a website, it was called one, two, three, starting your business I said the same thing then as I'm saying today people did it, people made it work on this call we've had a gentleman by the name of Hugh Little Red Cap Sales Training down in Florida today Hugh Little has a nationally recognized sales training company he has other people that he's hired that are out training his his philosophy to corporations paying two three thousand dollars to have them come in for a day talk to their people and Hugh actually started off with our one two three business plan of course he took it to the next level you see None of this is new. I'm not a genius. It's the same old stuff I read in 1960. Don't listen to me. Go read Think and Grow Rich. If anybody would like to see, listen to the free audios, The Six Steps to Success, which is an audio interpretation of the plan that Napoleon Hill wrote, drop me an email, Chuck Bartok. I've given away thousands of copies of those audios. Whether anybody acted upon them, you know, I've given away so many, I don't know what they did with them. But none of this is mysterious. Keep it simple. But keep your energy. One of the biggest mistakes I see, especially on Facebook, is I sign up to people's newsletters. And I got a young lady. Every day, every other day, I get a newsletter from her. I, I get an email from her, and she's touting another latest and greatest wonderful training plan or uh, what, what is it list building plan and this plan and that plan and it's only $29 and it's only $18 and it's only $19 I really don't know what it is she's trying to do she started off with her letters that she wanted to develop a relationship with me to teach me how to do things well, the only thing I ever hear from these emails is, buy this program. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Guess five, good evening. If you'd like to type in who you are and where you're from, we'll give you recognition. We're having a long-winded review. and I better shut up for a while and let Roy Morris and Lori talk, or anybody else who wants to call in at 724-444-7444, show number 13372. Lori, any of the things that I've talked about today, have you applied any of this? I think you have in the past, haven't you? Uh, yes, yes. Um, when we um, 
got started with send out cards, we we sat down and, and wrote out a plan um, for how we were going to um, start contacting people and start working on on building relationships, um, helping ourselves to get out there and start teaching people how to express gratitude to each other um, in random acts of kindness, sending out an unexpected greeting card on a daily basis. You know, that is an interesting concept that your company has. And, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to... Uh, I have to tell everybody listening to this today, tomorrow, and in the future, one of the things that helped us years ago build a very solid financial services company was not because we were glib of tongue, not because we had the cheapest product, because we didn't, but we never lacked for prospects who said yes. And I believe the basis was the fact that we were constantly edifying and following up with and expressing gratitude to the people that we were doing business with and wanted to do business with. And I've mentioned before, I had a system where we sent out flowers on every anniversary. And I'm not talking to five people. My florist bill was huge. And we sent out cards, you know, the old-fashioned kind, folks, that you had to handwrite and, and they were handwritten, and there were no computers. We didn't have any computers in our office. We had an IBM Selectric typewriter. And we had dial phones. We didn't have push-button phones or cell phones. I remember the biggest thing that happened in high-tech in our office is we had one of these great, huge, big cameras which made VCR tapes of some of our seminars. Wow. We had to hire a guy to stand back there with this big old camera to take a VCR of this, you know. And we still built a business. But one of the things we emphasized was that everyone is edified and everyone is thanks and gratitude is constantly expressed. And, 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 I, and, and you have a way to do it easily. That's right. That's right. For around a dollar per card, that um can, is that you can use your own customize your own um upload your own pictures mm-hmm. your own handwriting font um can be created for you and you can use thought bubbles borders all sorts of things customize it you can customize, customize your own right. cards with your own and enter your own message so that it's not the little trite, cliched right. uh, messages you find today in cards that are going to cost you a lot more than um, it, you know what? Uh, what is it? Three to four dollars a card now at the store in most cases, and and these can be created for about a dollar a card, and you don't have to right. spend the gas to go out to the store or the gas to go to the post office. Real quick, Lori, because I want to move on to another thing, but I and I thank you for explaining that. What is your website for those people that might even be interested in that program? I know it's an easy one. It is www.your free, as in totally, completely free, your free card. 
Dot com. com. Anybody listening that's interested in a program that I know works, be sure to take a look at yourfreecard.com. And that goes right to Lori's site, and she and her husband are just wonderful people. Guest number five is chatting away here, and he's very true about this. That's how George Bush Sr. got elected. George Bush Sr., folks. His, and, of course, he has been gratifying people a long time before that because George Sr. Has, you know, just didn't fall off the banana boat. His wife kept track of everybody. Barbara Bush is an amazing woman. His wife kept track of everybody they met over the years and kept in contact with them regularly. And when they asked for their vote, it was easier thing to ask. And it's not just a Christmas card. You know, one of the things, here's a trick for everybody. Everybody sends out a Christmas tree. We Christmas card list. We had a different thing in our office. Yes, we sent out a few Christmas cards, but everybody got a Thanksgiving card. Now, what a wonderful way to express gratitude, and what a wonderful way to have a card sent that you know is going to be opened, read, and kept. How many of you today on this call ever received a Thanksgiving card? Not me. Thank you. Think about it. Lori talked about gratitude, right? What is Thanksgiving in the United States all about? Giving thanks, correct? Yeah. Can you imagine a well-designed Thanksgiving card sent to all of your prospects and customers, the impact of that over a Christmas card? It's huge. We did it for years. I still do it today, and it works. It lets people know that they are valued. They're appreciated. You bet. And see, nobody else is doing it. This is the point. You know, there's people that get Christmas cards and leave them in an unopened stack, right? And there's people that put them on their wall. You know, the big thing in the neighborhood, if you're keeping up with the Joneses, is how big your card wall is. Well, who in the hell ever reads them? And then after Christmas... What do they do? Guest number five had another piece of brilliance here. My favorite card is a thank you in advance for your business card. Very good. Excellent. See, I think that's, Chuck, I think there's a lot of customer service issues that arise because when there's a problem that comes up, instead of there being Thanksgiving, for um, the the services provided in trying to resolve it, mm-hmm. a lot of the the younger kids in the industry today get all upset because they get yelled at. Well, number one, the customer doesn't feel valued, and they've run into a problem, and they're frustrated, and all they all the customer wants is, "Look, I mm-hmm. got a problem. Help me solve it." And this young kid is taking it personally that they're getting yelled at. Right. There's no, you know, I really appreciate your business with my company that that I represent. Um, we're going to do everything we can to get this resolved for you. You know, we're we're going to get this taken care of. These kids nowadays that I see in call centers and. This is what's kind of fueling my my new idea that based on something I read this afternoon is that what's the noise in the background is who's who is that I'm sorry that's my wife yelling at kids okay, let me I'm gonna mute you out there Raleigh okay Roy okay go ahead um I think um based on what I was reading this afternoon 
Um, I think there needs to be customer roundtables, discussion, uh, like sort of like we have here with TalkShoe, mm-hmm. um, where maybe you have a customer service rep that has a web client similar to this um, TalkShoe web client that can talk with a group of customers at a time and have a call-in number for for those that have to get through to the to a live person to speak with mm-hmm. a live person, but where the rep can deal with a group at a time and research different things, but all the customers can learn from each other and the rep collectively at a time mm-hmm. versus the complaint that, you know, I had to wait 45 minutes and then, and then you're going to, you're going to only parrot what the, you know, what the policies are, blah, right. blah, blah. Well, you know, let's, let's do this in a round table mastermind fashion. Right. Let's learn from each other right. as to how we can resolve conflicts. Well, you know, um, some of the things you just mentioned, those things are available to us, and a lot of companies do roundtable discussions with customer service. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm, it is being done, and there are people like yourself who could probably, probably set up a program. You see what I mean? I mean, I'm not going to go into detail here, but but today with 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 systems like GoToWebinar, where you can have cameras and everything, and you you know, you, you could gather up everybody that called in a complaint and say, "Would you? We want to serve you better. Could you please join us collectively at such and such a time?" Right. You know, I, I mean, just I guess in in the context and environments that I've been in, there's not a whole lot of roundtable. Right. You get you get told, well, um, these clients' terms and conditions are X, and and you just you take the hard line that that you know that's the way it is, and that's them's the berries. Mm-hmm. And I, I I'm the type that that. But wait a minute here, shouldn't shouldn't I I think one of the problems is then you've got customers that don't feel like their voice is completely right. well, heard. That's the way true. it should be. Right. That's where I was going. Well, you 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 know you you've come up with some great ideas. Something you should take to the, uh, you know. So I I just I I um, where this came from was I read about um, it, at the University of Virginia today. Uh, there's a health um, services or a, a health organization that is doing that with their doctors and their patients doing like a shared appointment system where, yes, you meet individually for a brief exam with the doctor one-on-one, but the but several patients meet in a meeting room and they collectively hear um, prescriptions and right. treatments and, and ways of managing care that they can all share the learning and the the knowledge together. I think you're going to end up starting some webinars. I, anyway, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to, well, let's see, uh, do, 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 funny thing, uh, they have to figure out how George Bush, uh, 
uh, guest six had to reboot, and he was going to say that some, quote, uh, gurus sending out emails with an unsubscribe button that isn't even clickable. Yeah, that's that's the kind of trash that we have on the Internet. Um, you know, the, 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 I, I'm sorry to say this, but there seems to be a generation out there that started growing up on the Internet who does everything. They're brilliant people, and they spend all of their time trying to gain the system instead of putting the system to good use. You know, it, it, it's just like on, on our little group. We have a group, by the way, on Facebook. If anybody's interested, let me know, because I, I don't know if I have to invite you or somebody has to invite you. But it's called Network Blogging, Earn While You're Learning. And the whole thing is, the whole thing is, I set, I set the group up for people to share ideas on how to blog better not necessarily put a whole bunch of links in, but we encourage you to put links to your blog. Okay? So I invited a few more people that I met on Facebook to come into that group. There's only 43 people in the group. I mean, this is not a big deal. Because there's not that many people that really want to work anyway. So, so this one young man, today, six times... He auto-posted, which means he paid $39 for a stupid system that allows him to put the same freaking message on every group he belongs to. Now, that in itself is inherently stupid, because if you join a group, it's because of a niche. So consequently, you belong to that group, I belong to that group, we probably belong to the same groups elsewhere, because we're interested in that niche, you understand. Okay? So if I start seeing a post from you that's exact duplication on every group that I join, as far as I'm concerned, Joe, you don't have any credibility. You're just a freaking robot. You don't care about me. You don't care to know about me. You don't care to know what my wishes are, what kind of things I like to do, or anything else. You see, I... The... Auto posting. Now, I had somebody argue back with me. Well, you just don't understand. There's no other way that we can reach these people. Well, let me tell you something. You probably have no business reaching them in the first place because you don't even freaking know who they are. It's like that phone call that I get, I don't know how many times a day. And because my phone number is published globally, I don't mind. I'm not complaining. But these idiots that buy these, I don't know how much they are, $300 phone dialing systems and $39 a month or whatever ridiculous price is being charged, the first thing on their mouth is, how would you like to make $5,000 a day? What a stupid way to start a conversation. I'm not interested in making $5,000 a day, but if you have something of value, why don't you start off saying, hi, this is Lori. I have no reason to believe that you are at all interested in blank but I would like to leave you a simple website. Please go sign up, and I will send you more information. You know, drop your name and email, and I'll send you more information. End of story. That's going to get you a lot further than how would you like to make $5,000 a week or a day or whatever. Or I have this system that you never have to work again a day in your life. Well, if that's true, what the hell are you calling me for? 
Why are you wasting, if you know the system that I never have to work a day in my life, why are you spending your time and energy calling me? Here's some interesting thing. Uh, guess six, guess size. The topic is life, prosperity, and sometimes even a little fun. Uh, yes, there are some gurus who are kind of walking a tight line. Uh, the FTC is watching a lot of Internet marketers. That's absolutely true. And they recently busted some named people. The best use of today's technology is to put it aside for a few minutes and go outside for a walk. Amen. I subscribe to that a hundred times. Without the darn smartphone, so you can actually hear some real birds, thank you very much, Guest 5. And Guest 6 says, some of these gurus get so caught up in the conversions that they lose sight of the human as a customer. And that's absolutely true. It's all about segmentation, market segmentation, and so on. Here's a challenge. This, this kind of falls into the topic. Lori was talking about gratitude. You want to change your pace in your life? Take a piece of paper, write down people's names that you've known 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago that you haven't spoken to in 5, 10, or 15 years. Okay? Pick up the telephone, find out their phone number, call them, and say, Lori! This is Chuck. You, the vision of you and I doing something, you know, walking down the, whatever. Popped in the other day. We were talking about the good old days, and I just want to call to find out how you are. And then shut up and let them talk. And if they ask you how you are, you say, fine, but the reason I call, Lori, is I want to find out about you. Fill me in. What's going on in your life? I remember when. Okay, And again, keep it away from you. Listen to what they have to say. Amazing what will happen for you. Flat out amazing what will happen. Simple things. Simple things. By the way, that's a good way to keep growing your business. So um, the next shoe to drop is these stupid fake blogs. Yeah. Yeah, with affiliate offers. Yeah, they, you know, I guess six and guess five are bringing up some really important things. None of that, none of that has any bearing on my life. I could care less because I know what my clients gain financially from doing a few simple things correctly. The proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the money they're putting in the bank. The proof is in their increased sales with a higher profit margin than previously attempted marketing systems. That's what it's all about. And they don't have to use tricks, black hat, or anything else. There's no subversion involved. I got involved in a discussion. Somebody wanted to know, how do you guys approach if they ask you, what is this all about? And I said, well, very simple. You tell them what it's about. And then says, well, my trainer said that I shouldn't do that because most people won't want to listen. Well, if you're talking about something most people don't want to listen to, why don't you quit talking about it and start talking about something people are interested in? That's another thing about the Internet. Get off of the big global market and start thinking in smaller niches. You know, I went to a craft fair Saturday. Shirley had, you know, my wife does crafts, right? That's a niche. She does woodworking. That's a niche. But her niche is woodworking with yard art, which is even a smaller niche. 
And do you realize there's literally hundreds of thousands of people that are interested in that? But one of the examples that was interesting, there was a young lady there with her daughter and granddaughter. You know, the daughter must have been 20 and the baby was just a baby. Very well-behaved young girl, about two years old. And grandma was there, but grandma to me looked like, you know, my younger daughter. So anyway, these three lovely young ladies were there. And the mother put out three tables of crocheted items. Pull hats, half gloves, just scarves, what do you call them, bow, you know, wraparound scarves, winter clothing. And uh, she had this whole table full. And they were all priced 5 10 15 $20. All these were homemade. It's what she does. And, and the table just kept selling things. Well, I walked up to her, and I said, do you ever make golf club covers? Because I was pricing golf club covers, and they're like 19 bucks a piece, and I got five woods I want to cover. And, you know, that, to me, that's a $100 bill, and I'm a cheapskate. She says, yeah, I've never made them, but I have a pattern at home. And I said, well, would you like to make me some? And she says, really? I says, yeah. I said, how much do you want? She says, 10 bucks. I said, a piece? She said, no, 10 bucks. She met me at the golf course Monday. She delivered them to me because she lives in Chico, and I was playing golf in Chico. And everybody that I was with turned around and ordered, it for, ordered them from her. So she says, you know what? I may have just hit on something. And I said, you're at, now we've talked twice on this young lady might start making, knitting, crocheting, whatever it's called, golf club covers. Because the one friend of mine, he's a Seattle Seahawks fan. I'm not a sports guy, but anyway, he's from Seattle. And he wanted his to be blue and gold. So this gal, locally and online, because she could have a little Etsy site, she could have a little eBay site, she could have a little Skedaddle site or whatever it's called. Like there's Bedazzle or so many of them. And make these items and put them shipped at 15 bucks. I sat down and asked her the actual profit margin and the time spent, and I'm not going to share it with you, but it is, it is worth her time to put five golf club covers together for 15 bucks. She's making some decent hourly wage, okay? So here we go. Does she want to build a huge knitting empire, or does she want to focus into a very small niche? You see, you see, does everybody understand where I'm going with this conversation? This is how you can start a business. Take an idea, do something you love to do, but don't think of the global market. Start thinking of where you can focus it down. Micro niches, thank you. There are riches in niches, guest six says. There are. There's a niche for left-handed fly fishermen. It's always been a joke, but it's true, you know. <laughs> I, but think of yourself. You know, you think you, you're good at something and you think nobody else would have the same feelings you do. That is bunk. All you have to do is use the... Put in the keywords that describe what your passion is and put them into a search engine and find out how many people are talking about that passion. You'll flat out be just amazed. But again, don't think in general terms. Don't say network marketing or internet marketing. Oh, God, that market is full of garbage. How about beekeeping? Beekeeping in a small yard, small plot gardening. Square foot gardening. Yes, there's a book called Square Foot Gardening. Everybody bought it, yes? But there's still people that want to read about your square foot garden. 
how it's worked for you. Or if you want to be different, say, square foot garden didn't work for me. I went to 200 square foot garden, and here's what I got. I'm growing 500 pounds of tomatoes, 30 pounds of this, 50 pounds of that. Now, you want to find out how? Buy my book. You see what I mean? No, she really didn't get sick. She wouldn't know what that was. I don't hang around with too many people like that anyway. <laughs> I'm not reading everything guest six writes, but that's okay. So anyhow, uh, here we are, end of an hour. I've rambled and rambled. Lori's had some great things to say. Roy quieted himself. We'll bring Roy back in. Maybe things have quieted in the background. Hello, Roy. You're back again. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, guess five and six. Guess five and six just wanted to hang back and not be on the phone, but that's okay. I guess we can live with that today. You want to be in business, online or offline? If you want to talk about opening a restaurant, fine. We can do that too. But the things we've talked about today is how to utilize the Internet to grow, create, and start a business. It is not a difficult thing to do. What are some of the good ways to make cash on the street? Besides selling neckties and pens? Well, selling neckties and pens has always been a good thing. And I don't mean that facetiously. Roses on the freeway is phenomenal. I uh, had a close ties to a business like that. It was a, I don't know if most people realize it, but in Northern California, we have some very large rose plant farms. I mean, you know, hundreds of acres of roses being grown. And uh, it's interesting that, uh, you know, a lot of roses you see are, are greenhouse grown to be beautiful in the florist shops, but there's another way to go. And um, ambitious people who want to sit out on the freeway and sell roses can pick themselves up four or five hundred bucks a day handily. Kind of demeaning, isn't it? But you can do it. And uh, there are some families that have put together some very nice. Uh, <laughs> Uh, flower-selling businesses, you know. And, and they work in a small area. They're not scattered all over the world. Uh, it's uh, yeah, anything like this. Roses, flowers. I'll never forget. 1954, in Downey, California, a good friend of mine, his mom and dad, they had a beautiful adobe house. His dad actually built it from adobe bricks. And then, of course, their orchard was subdivided. They had an avocado orchard, and it was subdivided into homes. And I had my newspaper route. And that's how I met him. And he and I started building model model train uh, layouts together. I had one at my house. He had one. And that's what we did as kids. I had my paper route. But there were six lemon trees in Kent's backyard. And there's no way that his folks could ever eat six lemons. So one day I said, Kent, because my mother loved lemons. She cooked with lemons a lot. And to make a long story short, we picked those lemons. And this is in 1954. We, of course, I had my newspaper out. I had 168 customers. I knew the neighborhood. And on Saturdays, we went and sold lemons door to door. And we got 15 cents a piece for lemons delivered to their house in 1954, we were sitting cutting fat hogs, ladies and gentlemen. We'd go out and pick 100 lemons, and we'd come back with $15. My dad was a journeyman electrician for a buck and a half an hour then. 
it's a short-lived business because the lemons were only on the tree for a short time, and when you picked them all and sold them all, you didn't have any more till next year. Most of you know that I've peddled produce all my life. You know, I, I there are so many things. See, if, if you have your backyard garden, uh, Roy Morris is going to go to Farmer's Market. Roy, 25, 30 years ago, I would take one of the kids with me on Saturdays. We started one of the five growers at Chico Farmer's Market in Chico, California. And again, I, the numbers, we'd take the pickup truck. I'd fill it with Crenshaw melons, sweet corn, tomatoes, things that we just picked that morning or the night before. Yeah, the night before, so we'd get the Farmer's Market early. Come home with $500 cash. That's a lot of freaking money. Okay? Yeah. I'm not talking on thousands of acres. You know, a quarter of an acre of tomatoes, a quarter of an acre of tomatoes can bring anybody in 10000 bucks. And and a person can handle, a person, a single person can handle the growing uh, things required for a quarter of an acre of tomatoes. That's only 10,000 square feet. You plant them six feet apart and three feet apart, six feet apart on the rows and three feet apart on the plants. Figure out how many plants that is. You can draw it out and figure it out. Are there any fruit-picking jobs in California right now? We just finished olives up here about two weeks ago. Yes, there are strawberries on the coast. Uh, we're talking about what to do. Anyway, everybody, I've got to run. I appreciate you being with us. We're trying to do some review. You want to start a business online? You want to go to youcanbuild.it. Spend a whopping $39. Have access to our 39 videos and more things to come. If you're interested in starting your own website blog, you can put as many of them as you want on this server. Well, five different domains and an unlimited amount of subdomains for $45 a year. $45 a year. Go to bestbusinessmindset.com. I think, I think the link. Hold on just a moment. Let me double check. Either that or drop me an email and I'll send it to you. That's at uh, chuckbartok at gmail.com. Uh, let me see if this will do it. $45 a year for hosting, and you're going to get a lot of training there because you get one-on-one -on -one to begin with. Uh, you know, we're, we're here to help. That wasn't it. It's a good thing I didn't give you that link. So drop me an email, chuckbartok at gmail.com. I need to get in the rose business. I'm broke. Well, then go steal some roses. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, roses are kind of, kind of stopping here in Northern California. We're a bit cold. So there was a few fresh buds of my yellow rose outside the front door today, but they're not going to last long. Thank you very much, Roy Morris, Guest 5, Guest 6, and Lori Polina. We had a great time today on reviewing. You want to do it? Let's do it. Drop me an email, chuckbartok at gmail.com. Let's start about taking a passion of yours and turning it into a creative business that can supplement your income and possibly grow into something of substance if you're willing to invest the time and energy and focus to make it bigger. But whatever you do, don't quit your job. Thank you all very much. Talk to you later and uh, enjoy the week. Don't go out and make it and have a good day because you know what? You really have no alternative other than having a great day. One thing we don't do around here is we don't try. We do. Roy, by the way, did you like the tombstone I sent you? Yes, I love it. I've got it on my desktop. Okay, I, here's, here's what I'm going to suggest you do. You take a piece of wood, 
yeah. as large as you want. You go out in your backyard and you make it look like that, and you paint it big and you put it in your front yard so the whole world can see it. Yeah, that's your declaration of independence. You bet. You got it. I got it. Okay, we got to have everybody's got to have a tombstone in their backyard. And bury the words I can't. Talk to you all later. Chuck Bartok from the Banks of Sacramento saying, enjoy. Hey.